What's up, you Asia bees? Welcome back to another episode of Three PTs in a Pod. This episode, we talk about physical therapy pet peeves of ours, what keeps us motivated within the profession of physical therapy, and finally, plans for improvement over the summer. guys welcome back the boys are back episode six uh underway so we are uh rested relaxed just getting off finals we had a nice little week in between just started our summer semester as you can see from my uh beautiful natural tan had some time to get on the beach race. we had um, class outside yesterday this, class is, this is all it takes. i was blinded uh, by the light this is my orange skin from just uh competing in a little uh bodybuilding show so don't mind my orangeness um but anyway, it doesn't look that so, bad on the it, yeah no, you're getting washed out by the light yeah yeah i probably can't tell show how them the legs Oh, there we go, boy. Golden. All right. Golden pony. So, yeah, de-stressed. Orange juice, that's my nickname now, uh, until the tan wears off. So when I do have the orange skin, we'll go with OJ. Um, Yeah, so finals are over, thank God. Um, So we're going to use the beginning of this episode to vent a little bit, get some frustration out. We just got through finals. Even though we've had a week in between, we still need that stress relief, I think. So we're just going to go all in on some pet peeves of ours within physical therapy, whether it's PT school, physical therapy in general. Just get some things out. Um, Let it out a little bit. So anything you guys want to start with? I know you had a good one. Okay, so one of mine, all right, is... You know it's bad when his his voice gets like... Clasping his hands. Just start standing up. Bird man, little bird man (laughs) action there. Um, So (laughs) guest presentators, guest presenters, all right. (laughs) When they come in, now most of them are great. But some you get, and they just, it's like they need to, like, show their superiority over us. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you guys have picked up on it, and I'm not going to, like, say any in particular, but there was one in particular (laughs) this past semester. I don't know who you're talking about. It's like the guy just, like, um, you know, well... Well, I do, like, you guys will do this, but I do this. Yeah. Like, I have this specialty thing, and I do this, like, nonstop all the time. Like, all right, dude, like, go fuck off. Like, <laughs> you're not any better than us. Like, just because you do, uh, I don't know. It, it just bothered me. That, he, it was, like, exactly always about. framed and like, well, I'm, like, I do this, and you're just students. So, like, you know, fall in yeah. line and, like... Mm-hmm look up to me because I'm so cool and do this, like, specialty thing. Like, all right, dude. Making himself out to be, like, so valuable to us. Yeah, and important, like, all right, man. Which, I mean, I respect people coming in and sharing, like, their expertise with us and, you know, what they've been working on, and especially when it's, like, specialty things because, you know, they obviously are the ones with the most experience, but, you know, 
don't act like you're some god within physical therapy. Um, and then don't and also, on that front of guest presenters, don't make your presentation boring as fuck. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. nothing worse than a guest presenter, and then, like, they don't give you any breaks. Yeah. They're dry as shit, reading off the slides. Yeah. Nothing worse than that. At least yeah. make it interesting so we're actually interested in, in what you do. Yeah. Yeah, and it was like... Like they they'll ask questions almost in a way of like knowing that no one knows what the yeah. fuck they're asking or like what the answer is, and because it's like again a specialty. Like sorry that we sit through eight hours of class every day amongst like four different topics. Sorry we're not like spending five hours a day on mm -hmm. the topic you're here to talk about, and yeah. we don't know like the answers to your questions that you probably didn't even know until. You know, you were doing it Yesterday. for a few years. Yeah. So. <laughs> Until you looked it up. Yeah. Looked up like 10 different things right before just to like ask questions that we wouldn't research know. What did this research study say in 2004? <laughs> what, what do you don't know that? You guys haven't Random. heard that research article? Like, <laughs> so anyway, that, that's, that was one of mine that I had thought about. That's a pet peeve of mine in general is the not making the lecture interesting. That's yeah. like, especially when like peer, like, we present to each other it's like oh, uh -huh. come on don't be reading off the brutal. slide from yeah. a research article just like do something to make it interesting yeah, yeah. if i'm gonna learn if i have to learn from you like give you gotta give me something. like even if it's silly like yeah. throw memes yes. in your fucking yeah. slideshow like make yeah. it fun make a something. fucking meme yeah <laughs> make a fucking meme for one yeah, give me one give meme me one. <laughs> one fucking time just give me a meme oh <laughs> uh, <laughs> It's easy that's for you to say, point dude. Yeah. Meme <laughs> king. Meme. Yeah, the meme king. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, no, I agree. Definitely. Uh, there. I mean, presenting is a, uh, not an art form, but it's like, no, it it's is. a skill. No, when you see like a good presenter, you're like, holy shit, like, I want to yeah. do that. Yeah. Because like, how, like, how interested you are and like how engaged you are, you're like, I want to get people engaged like that. Yeah. yeah. But it definitely takes practice and you could tell, like, literally practice beforehand. Yeah. And, like, making sure you're prepared. That's a big part, too, yeah. And, like, you could always tell when somebody just doesn't know what the fuck they're actually talking about. That's, yeah. yeah. And it's almost hilarious when a slide pops up. It's like, oh, I didn't know that was there. Like, <laughs> like you didn't make the fucking PowerPoint? Yeah. Or <laughs> credit? Yeah, so. This other teacher? Guest speakers, please don't um, be, uh, yeah. Lecture like in general. Yeah. What else? You got one? Um, yeah, I have a pet peeve, not necessarily uh, PT school, but just PT in general. Like our obsession with like like rest, like telling patients like they need to rest, and like they can't do like they say they got hurt doing something, like a PT telling that patient, hey, like you should stop doing that. Like even if it's something they love, like a sport or whatever, hey, you should stop doing that. Like, yeah. in my opinion, rest is rarely the the solution. You know, you could always be doing something, even if it's just like doing whatever you're doing lightly, as so as to like you're not like messing up whatever you messed up more. But you know, just telling a patient, hey, like just don't do that anymore. Yeah, that's like so the shitty. classic. Like that's what your neighbor tells you. Yeah. That's like. <laughs> Hey Bob, my I, I hurt my shoulder like picking up groceries, and he's like, "Well, well maybe don't, don't pick, pick up, up groceries, yeah. huh?" It's huh? Just such a shitty like, word, of <laughs> word of advice, yeah. and that just pisses me off because you could, there, there's better ways, you know. Right. This is rarely the solution to, to whatever problem. Yeah, I agree. That's what they're there to like get, find a solution. Mm -hmm. Like maybe 
try one yeah, time to figure try, out something yeah, like try to, to, to help do. these people and get them back to doing what they want to do. Right. Yeah, are you talking true. about rest in between like sets though too? No. What are you talking about? Well, like, like if you do like ten reps and you're like, okay, now rest for a little. Are you talking about that? No, I'm too? talking about like telling patients like, nah. say, say I got hurt fucking bench pressing and I go to PT oh, okay. and he says, hey, you shouldn't bench press anymore. Yeah. Not like trying to you get down to the bottom of like why I got hurt. <laughs> you know, it could have been like my technique was wrong or something right, like that. Right. That's yeah. why I got hurt. Yeah. But just telling me not to do it is just like the easy way out and it's not actually getting to the bottom of like what yeah, actually caused the, the problem. I was gonna say the rest in between sets is is my favorite. Mm. It's my favorite thing. Just like oh, rest a little, and then I'm like, all right, fuck. What am I gonna do next with this patient? Like the next exercise. That's why. I, that's why I use my rest. Hey, can rest. I go again? No, no, no. Keep, <laughs> resting, keep resting. Shut up. I'm trying to think. <laughs> about three sets of ten. Does, oh. that, uh, does that make that, anyone's that, skin that crawl? Tickles my. Uh, <laughs> Classic. Uh, I, I don't even know the phrase. Tickles my. Classic skin. zero, like critical thinking zero. Uh, clinical decision making you don't actually fucking know like parameters of exercise everything you know yeah. you don't know <laughs> every periodization you don't, yeah you don't know like how to manipulate physiology how to manipulate the central nervous system to gain strength hypertrophy endurance like you just don't know so you just three sets, sets of ten. ten that's your solution sprinkle that on top of everything yeah yeah going off that i think just leaving patients to let, let them do what they do. Like, especially as, as we do our clinicals, I think we notice it even more. Like, we're watching the patient do an exercise that our CI told them to do, and, like, something's off a little bit. And, like, yeah, you could, like, go in and correct them, but I want, like, the PT to be able to notice that and, like, yeah, I know they're documenting at the same time, but it bothers me when, when PTs are like, all right, go ahead and do three sets of ten of, yeah. of bridges and they're like, that they've been and doing, they're like yeah. doing this on one leg, and <laughs> if they're barely lifting up or something yeah. stupid like that. Not only that, but like they've been doing that same fucking exercise yeah. for the same amount of sets with the yeah. same amount of weight for four weeks yeah. with zero pro- zero progress, no That's progression amazing. to that movement. That's fucking annoying. But to that, like maybe they're not paying attention because they're seeing four other patients at the same time. That's true. And they can't actually, you're not actually treating a patient, you're just fucking sending them off to do whatever. That's annoying, too. So that's, it's like, just shitty care. Yeah. Yeah. 30 minutes is, like, way too little, I think, for mm-hmm. for a patient. If you want, like, one-on-one time. Yeah, I think sure. 45 minutes is a minimum, and then an hour for evals. 45 minutes to an hour per patient one-on-one is, like, ideal. Yeah, but, I mean, then productivity goes down, but whatever. Yeah. Like, but then that's the thing is like productivity down. goes down, but you could also like if, say like you're 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 private and like maybe you're cash based or something. You could charge more because you are spending more right. time with the patient. So yeah. like, you'd actually make like you're seeing less patients but charging more so you'd make up the difference. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you're providing better care that way. Yeah. Yeah. That's another one. I mean these big <clears throat> like hospital networks and the whole like just trying to volume yeah. factory it's like <clears throat> cookie cutter yeah once again oh, yeah, going back pain here's your here's your back pain list right. go and go on table seven yeah right. do your bridges right <laughs> three sets of time come, three on. Sets of time. come on you've been here for six weeks you know this shit <laughs> And that's the thing, like, once again, it's going against our greatest strength as PTs, which is having more time, time. with patients yeah. uh, versus, Super like, annoying. other medical professionals, and it's just so ass-backwards that 
you take away our biggest strength and then you wonder why people don't fucking respect physical therapy yeah. as a profession and as a For means sure. of like healthcare, you know? And then people want to sit on fucking Facebook and bitch about it. Like that's another pet peeve of mine. <laughs> Let's fucking sit on Facebook and bitch about how physical therapy gets no respect. Like yeah. go out and do something one time. How about that? One time. Like, maybe go volunteer around the community, like, show people. Yeah, provide education, set yeah. up a table somewhere at a fucking marathon and right. talk to people. I mean, maybe work at a pro bono clinic. You yeah, know, who knows? Just, yeah. know, just, hey, just an hope. idea. Be the hope <laughs> You choose. Maybe we should set up a table outside and just educate everyone. Yeah. Just sit outside Lancaster Avenue, wait for everyone to drive by. Phone. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we should. <laughs> Slow down. <laughs> Back straight. <laughs> Educate the masses. Like those uh, people up in New York City, like the, yeah. talking about Jesus. Oh, uh, dude, we, <laughs> had those, we had that at Pick my undergrad. Yeah. <laughs> we just do that on Alvernia's campus, but it's about physical therapy. <laughs> Get PT first. <laughs> Choose PT. <laughs> Fuck your opioids. Yeah. Bitch. <laughs> Oh, you don't want to hear about PT? Oh, so you like opioids, huh? You fucking so drug addict. <laughs> Way to ruin America, drug addict. Oh, you're man. the reason. You're a fucking drug Because you didn't choose PT, now we're at war. Yep, yep. That's what happens. All right, I see how it is. So, you, Oh, you love war so much. You love to see people die. I get it. Maybe next time choose PT, asshole. Oh, man. Um, anyway, that's what I don't like about this. <laughs> War. Yeah, war. I mean, it all comes together. I mean, honestly, dude. I thought I would have more about PT school. We just, like, shit on PT in general, not PT school. Yeah, dude. Finals. PT school is just... The the profession of PT is a reflection of PT school. True. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Well, yeah, PT school, let's talk about, like... Oh, these bullshit, like, extra courses that I... Like, ethics. I fucking hate that shit. For one question on the boards about it. Right. So, once again, the whole... Like, curriculum of PT school is basically just to cater to the boards, yeah. which, I mean, is what it is, yeah. but, like... But that's insane to me. In an in a pra- occupation where you're hands-on yep. 99% of the time, that's what you're doing. The only thing that's separating you from practicing is a 200-question test, yep. not, like, any hand... I don't know how you would, yeah. like, make that... Well, a- you could have, like, a practice... Totally practical, practical exam, exam. Yeah, you're yeah. sitting out there with your case <laughs> fuck dude what Pro- how the hell do you do goni you got a really shitty tester yeah an asshole a proctor <laughs> but um, i mean honestly like you, you have a 200 question exam that's allowing you to practice right so you could be shit at palpation and talking to patients and be a pt yeah that's annoying to me yeah and how i mean it's how much or how far behind it is in terms of like yeah. what sure. it actually means to be a good physical yeah. therapist. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, what you're learning in school is not going to have you ready to go into your job day one. Um, so is it really like, are you really learning the best stuff during yeah. school? I um, think the the case is, I think they're just trying to Make it so you're not dangerous enough to kill anybody. Yeah. That's, that's what it true. Besides that, it's like yeah. you're on your own. You that's figure it true. out. You'll learn. Yeah. 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 I mean, you learn the most on the job. So. That's true. And hopefully, you have people around you who are good at what they yeah. do and a mentor and things like that. And if um, you don't, that's on you to find, to seek it out. Yeah. Right. 
you know, find that mentorship. That's another annoying thing is you'll never be as good as you want to be, probably. Like that's especially, a good thing. yeah, but it's annoying too for me. <laughs> but that's what drives you to get better. Yeah, but, but I want to. I want to be. I want to be good best. now. I want to yeah. be the boat, the I best did. of all time. Boats and hoes. I'm on a boat. <laughs> So yeah, we basically just shit on uh, PT school and physical therapy uh, for these first 16 minutes. So now, in the interest of not being a completely negative Nancy nah. podcast, fuck <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Let's get, let's do a little little bit of uh, what gives us hope about physical therapy. What drives us? What's happened to us? Different patient interactions as motivated us that physical therapy is the right thing that we're a part of the right profession why we do want to be a part of this whole thing and why we enjoy helping people out uh specifically with physical therapy yeah i have a uh i was just observing my buddy at his clinic um last week over our week off and there was there was a woman that i saw that one of their patients that i saw in the winter time and she had, like, she had a shoulder issue, I don't remember, but she couldn't do anything. She was like really frustrated because her shoulder hurt. She couldn't like reach overhead and do all the stuff that she wanted to. And I just saw her this past week, and she was basically like about to get discharged. She's fucking lifting weights. She's wow. doing like push-ups, all this crazy stuff, like no pain at all. And they're like transitioning her out so she could finally like go to the, start going to the gym, doing all this stuff. And she's like, she's looking at me, telling me about the, the PT experience, and she goes this man's like a, a miracle man. Like he really like changed my life. I was, wasn't able to do anything forever until I started coming here. And I thought that was like really fucking awesome. Yeah, just, to, just to hear those words and like hear the impact that a PT can make on someone's life. Mm -hmm. I thought that was like really inspirational to me, like to, to have the opportunity to make that change for people. So I thought that was yeah. pretty cool. It's awesome. Yeah. I think I've said this before on here, but like, when you're so frustrated with a patient and then you finally do something that works with them and that's like the best feeling ever. Or like you do a special test that you think is gonna be positive and it, and it is and like your, your judgment was right. That's like a, the best feeling ever in my opinion. And then you're like, wow, I can really help this patient. Yeah. Not to give a shout out, but it's like duck hunting. If you ever heard of that. <laughs> you see a duck that you've seen before and you're like, that's a duck. And then you know how to treat the duck. Yeah. Um, but yeah, treating, I mean, seeing the difference from day one into discharge is, is, is probably the coolest part. Also, like, telling people that you're in school for PT and, and they have, like, a personal, it's sort of like what you said, but um, they have, like, a personal experience from PT and it's like, wow, PT is, like, the future. Like, I love, I love going to PT. It helped me so much. I didn't want to, like, turn to opioids or war. Yeah. <laughs> so I turned to PT. I chose PT instead and I saved a bunch of lives. Single-handedly um, stop the war. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's really yeah. Cool. No, yeah. I think that's those are both great points. I think um, just saving war. Yeah, <laughs> saving war, <laughs> saving people from the opioid <laughs> epidemic. But, um, but honestly, though, just like like you guys said, having the opportunity to truly like impact someone's day-to-day -day life and like literally you know some of these injuries that people come in with are part of their day every single day yeah, and yeah. if you can and that's with us like really focusing on you know specifically the impairments someone's coming in with that do impact 
all their actions basically or potentially throughout the day and being able to have an effect on that and possibly eliminate that altogether to make them function without that without that pain um, I think is awesome and then I think also in like neurological settings I mean you know the physical therapists at times with certain like spinal cord injuries and yeah. traumatic brain injuries I mean you're dealing with pretty heavy stuff that you're able to have an effect on and be part of the team that gets those people back to functioning whether mm -hmm. I mean not not to uh bring war back into the picture <laughs> but I mean let's say someone comes back from you know getting a fucking leg blown off I mean that's huge like that's heavy shit and uh if you can be a part of that team if they're getting like a prosthetic or something and you're helping them yeah get back to, you know, from being in a hospital bed and being, you know, limited to just, you know, a wheelchair or something, and now all of a sudden they're walking or back to playing a sport or something yeah. that they had played before. I mean, that's, that's like life-changing stuff that you're not getting as, you know, whatever other job you want to call yeah. it, yeah. you know. Well, it's so. like Ryan, Ryan Chazier, the, the yeah. uh, Pittsburgh Steeler linebacker football the, the one with like yes. the, the, you kick the it. brown ball. <laughs> you with, kick it. Yeah. Well, you kick it sometimes and then you throw it other times. Uh, wait, what? Um, he yes, had a really bad spinal cord injury and he's been working with PTs for like months now. I think it happened back in like the like December or November, and he's been working with PTs and now he's like officially walking. Yeah. Again for like the first time and he walked during the, yeah. the draft mm -hmm. to like present the Steelers pick and. You could just tell that that meant so. This guy was like an all-out athlete, and now he couldn't walk. He probably had to was bedbound for a while, um, needed help with everything, and now he's back walking. And like something so little in the grand scheme of things was so big for him. So yeah, and that's from PT. So yeah, and I th I mean like those all of these stories or points go towards the idea that like you can have an effect in so many different like groups of people's yeah. Yeah. lives, yeah. like from. Ad, you know, adolescence to even like pediatric populations to maybe allowing them to have a life that they wouldn't have otherwise right. had, like from an injury, you know, right away after they're born to geriatrics, to spinal cord injury, to high level athletes. Jerry's, Jerry's and Petey's. <laughs> PD it's Jerry. a restaurant. It's a <laughs> Sunday brunch restaurant. Jerry's and Petey's. Um, but yeah, no, it's just awesome to be able to have that potential across the board to like, to really work with any patient population and, um, and to play such a, you know, important role. Again, because of that time we have with them, we get to know these people yeah. and really what they're all about, yeah. their story, um, why they want to be there, what they want to get back to and have a role in that. Um, yeah. and I, I, <laughs> again, not for, uh, little self-promotion plug but pro bono uh <laughs> clinic i think we saw a lot of cool things there i am the clinic coordinator of our pro bono clinic uh, here so at school sweet. so uh, i have the clock award oh, to prove it <laughs> uh, the clock award <laughs> um large clock but <laughs> even in that situation you know being able to help yeah. People that might not even have the ability to see a physical therapist like through insurance or, you know, underserved populations in the community and um, helping, you know, those people as well and some of the, you know, the role we were able, able to have in some of those people's lives and seeing some of those people discharged and back to, you know, functioning and being happy, even if there was like a big 
communication issue. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm totally listening. <laughs> no, I, I was probably just rambling too. But anyway, that was a cool, cool thing. And another area of PT that's out there um, to, you know, volunteer your time and uh, yeah. be a part of. So. so overall, PT, you know, you can make a really big impact on people. Just don't be shitty. Yeah. And, uh, be shitty, even it. if there are times you want to vent and shit on, be upset with the profession, at the end of the day, there's always an upside. Uh, nothing I'd want to be rather doing more. So let's fucking go, boys. All right, so let's get this uh, next segment on the book. <laughs> so it is the summer semester now. We're transitioning into the summer semester. We've got about six, I guess, weeks, eight weeks until we start our summer clinical. So we've got basically from middle of May right now until August when the fall semester starts up. What are we doing to get better? What's the plan? It's a loaded question. Um, I guess I can start. I think uh, it's always good to get in-person experience. Mm-hmm. So anytime you can get like into a clinic and observe, if, if there's someone that you really like respect and like in the field, <clears throat> getting in the clinic and, and watching what they're, what they're doing and asking the questions and things like that. Um, I'm lucky to have you know a few friends that have their own clinic, so like I could go and observe. I like doing that, even if it's only once a week for a few hours, and then you just you know write a bunch of questions for them, and then you're able to ask them every week. Uh, that certainly helps a lot. And then reading papers, like KP's favorite thing to do is just, he just reads entire research you should journals. Should see my, my study. Yeah, I have a so, study for research. Art. That like keep trying to keep up like checking you know once a month to see like what new research articles are out there and then reading a few if you can read one article a week like that's 52 articles a, a year that's that's a shit ton that's so like if you if, if you could at least do that that's really good and keep doing that the entire year not just the summer you should send one out a week um you're that, appointed yeah that would actually there you be go. a good idea um what day I don't know. I'll think about it. Sunday? Sunday morning? Mm, no good for me. <laughs> What's a good day for you? We'll, we'll I'll let you know. <laughs> um, I just got a Pat Davidson's Rethinking the Big Patterns course. Uh, me and my buddy got that, so I'm, I'm working my way through that. I, I love all of the shit. I Does he live in Hoboken? Yeah. Mm. I recommend it to everyone. Good Maybe city. we should go visit him. We should, dude. Hoboken's well, did you, a good time. Did you see what he posted yesterday? He, he posted about like the tornado. Yeah. Like, Around his yeah, apartment, the I guess. Yeah, fucking sky was orange. Yeah. Or green. Oh, like me? <laughs> it was just Chris. Was it my shade of orange? The juice is loose. Juice was loose in Hoboken, boy. The juice was loose in Everybody went. Um, the dark arts. So, yeah, the, the Pat Davidson course. And I'm, reading, uh, I'm reading a book called Human Locomotion. By Thomas McCond, I think is how you say it. It's a fucking phenomenal book. I recommend it to everyone. The first chapter, kind of like what you're into, like the whole evolutionary basis of gait. So it goes through like the whole history of, you know, from chimps to fucking how we evolved in the, in the humans and the changes that occurred in the gait cycle. Uh, it was fucking fascinating. But then it goes through like the kinematics, kinetics, functional anatomy of gait. And it's only, it's only like 60 bucks or something. So I highly recommend, recommend it to everyone. And it actually goes into the treatment aspect of, uh, of gait abnormalities. So those three things, kind of research, reading research, making my way through the Pat Davidson course and reading this book are 
kind of my big focuses for the summer. Before I forget, I have a reviewer request. Oh. Um, totally off the books. It was an in-person. I met this gentleman at a, at a bar. We'll say that. Okay. Nice. We're not sponsored by them yet. But, uh, <laughs> no free advertising. On, we're working on Trooper Thorns. <laughs> um, we'll call him Ken. Ken. Okay. Oh, yeah. For, as is alias, I guess. Um, we should have some sort of link or, I guess, in the YouTube description. I don't know if we did do this, but, like, like your that book that you're talking about will list that stuff. We'll list Reese, like podcast okay. resources. Yeah, just okay. whatever we talk. Whatever about we talk episode. about, like a link to the articles that we talk Perfect. about that we do. Um, so we'll have that. Yeah. We'll have that this episode. Ken, thank Ken. you. We'll get better with Thanks, that. Thanks, Ken. Yeah. Um, yeah, loved what you were just talking about. I, I think I'm preparing for this next clinical rotation. Uh, better than I did last year. I didn't really know what to expect last year. Mm-hmm. And I know where I'm going this year. Well, I know where I'm going, but I've been there before, too, so I kind of oh, know nice. what to expect. And the person I'm working with is the only PT in the place, so he sees a lot of evals, which is good and bad. I mean, it's going to take a lot of time, um, and they're really busy, so it's going to, like, test me, I guess, which is good. Um, but special tests, I noticed, was mm-hmm. something that I kind of needed to work on. Not only like knowing them all for like every joint basically, but like correct procedure. So that's something I want to study. I, I got an app, all, awesome app called iOrtho. Has like all the special tests, mm-hmm. all the manual techniques for every joint, um, and videos, research articles for them, sensitivity, specificity, everything. It's it's awesome. So with sorry question with <coughs> that, does it? It just has all the like special mm-hmm. tests and everything, not necessarily just the best ones. Um, I believe they're in order of like best, and I think there's like a green thumbs up for like the better. Okay, so that'll. I was ones. gonna say like you could probably you don't necessarily have to know right. all of them, but you right. probably know the ones that have yeah. you know high sensitivity, yeah. high specificity. Right. Yeah. Um, so that's some. I also want to get a treatment table. I don't have one. I know yeah. you have one. Yeah. Hundred no. bucks. Hundred bucks oh, yeah. on Amazon. Yeah. 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 It's, um, it's already. Yeah. It's in my cart. Yeah. Did you say car? Car. <laughs> well, it's in my cart. I'm just ready. I'm just waiting to pull the trigger. Maybe uh, this this next. Let me know. This next you, direct one. Let me see. Yeah, in. there you go. Yeah. Because mine's. I love mine. I have a feeling mine's really short, and I don't want that. Yeah. Let, mm. let, let, let me see. Um. Or I just have, might just build one. You know. Dude, just yeah. like crap. Why not? Uh, let's just start selling those bad boys <laughs> on the side. Custom um, PT table. Yeah, and then just it. like I feel like every every one of my friends and family has like a problem, so I'm like, yeah, if I get a treatment table, yeah. Dude, I'll I just like work on practicing that's my hands-on another, technique. That's another sure. point. That's a really good point because I try to like in the gym especially. I try to get my hands on as many people. Oh, not to sound weird. Hey, hey, whoa, but hey, like hey, if they come hey, up we'll, to me, we'll, we'll they'll be like, that. oh, <laughs> dude, my fucking shoulder hurts or something. I'm like, I, I'm like, dude, I'll, let me bring in my table. I'll like check you out. I try to do that to as many people as I can just because it's a really good yeah. experience. Yeah. Just practice, practice, yeah. practice. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, no, mine actually go like right along with yours, Casey. <laughs> I definitely want to do a better job of um, getting ready for clinical this time around. So going back through, I mean, that iOrtho is a great suggestion. I might hit that up as well. And just back through our notes and looking at MOBs, special tests, just differential diagnosis type stuff just to be prepared. Because, I mean, in the fall, we basically did fall semester was like your extremity joints. And then this past semester was like spine. So some of the extremity stuff is still... Especially um, lower. We did lower first. 
you could yeah. ask me any lower extremity special test, I'll be like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So just uh, <laughs> valgus, right? Yeah. <laughs> Um, refreshing myself on some of that stuff before we get started with clinical in July. I definitely want to also go back through some anatomy stuff as well. Uh, mm -hmm. I feel like that's still one of my weaker areas. So going back through, um, we don't. What's the anatomy book we have? Not Gray's. Netter. Netter. Yeah. Go dude, back through Netter. Nice. There you go. Yeah. I um, think, um, like, having that book. Because it's a good resource because, like, the images and stuff, but it really is just all pictures. Yeah. Like, if you have, like, something like the human locomotion, which has, like, a whole chapter of, of joint by joint functional anatomy, and having that anatomy book with you so you could reference it. Yeah. Or that app that we talked about before that I think it was Complete Anatomy. Yeah. Or I, Human I Anatomy Atlas. That. Yeah. Um, that is awesome. Having that just because, like, you you can look at it in 3D and then you could do, like, have it do the motions yeah. and see what it does. That'll like so definitely cool. help you because that really helps me. Like yeah. when, I'm, when I'm reading and I need to like visualize it. Yeah, yeah. That was my like second point to the anatomy was like not only just like starting with the netter and sort of just the basic like hammer home my memorization, but also the functional anatomy. I definitely need to definitely need to get on that as well. And then um, reading as well. I have. Um, uh, so the book is called Multidisciplinary Approaches to Breathing Pattern Disorders by uh, Chai Tao. Chai Tao. Yeah. Leon Chai Tao. Um, so I definitely want to get into that. I had started it, but it's a pretty dense read. Um, but after going through the PRI, uh, Postural Respiration course, not too long ago, I um, want to get back into that and kind of finish that book. So definitely some reading as well. And then just like reading in general, like, during the semester, it's so like 100% PT, 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 like some other books that I've been waiting to get around to, like Jordan Peterson's nice. uh, 12 Rules to Life, when I get into that, and some other like non-PT books on the side just to be kind of overall learning and... Um, my buddy just met him. New stuff. Really? Yeah, meet That's and awesome. greet in DC. That's he sweet. got a picture, he grammed it. Nice. Got a lot of likes. Love that. He was wearing a three-piece suit. He looked great. Oof. Beard and everything. Slick Oof. back hair. Dude. Dude. He's yeah. got it all. Anyway. That's yeah. Just, that's yeah. just my man crush. Of, <laughs> of the day. Awesome, Sounds good. So, yeah. No, that's. I think that's all we got, right? Yep. All right. Thanks for checking out episode six, guys. Uh, be back next week. See you.